All right, guys, make sure that you have a pen and make sure that you have a piece of paper for this because I am about to help you understand why you have been self-sabotaging, especially when it comes to your romantic relationships. I'm about to help you understand why things are the way they are, why you are the way you are, where this all started, where it came from, and what you can start to do differently so that that story can be changed around so that those toxic habits and those toxic behaviors, you can stop them. And this is some powerful stuff, guys. I promise you, this is going to be a game changer. So if you are somebody who is secure and you have high confidence, you have high self-esteem, you don't feel a lot of anxiety, you trust easily, then this might not hit you as hard. But if you are somebody who experiences anxiety and experiences insecurities and maybe it's hard for you to trust, maybe you play a lot of games, maybe the thought of feelings grosses you the fuck out. If any of this sounds familiar, then this is going to be a game changer for you. So I had got onto my Instagram story in the middle of the week and I asked you guys if you knew what attachment styles are. And 49% of you said yes to this and 51% of you said no. So then I had also asked, if you know what attachment styles are, do you know what category you fit under? And 30% of you said yes to this and 70% of you said no. So when these stats came in, my eyes were really open because it helped me understand that this is why people have been self-sabotaging because they're not aware of attachment styles and they're not aware of how basic human behavior works. So in return, they're not really that self-aware. They don't really understand themselves. And I understand that because that was me. I had no idea that this even existed up until the beginning of this week. So not only does knowing your attachment style help you understand you, but it helps you understand your future relationships because now you understand basic human behavior. So you now understand how somebody is going to act in a certain situation and you understand what kind of behavior to expect from this person just because you know their attachment style. And it's as simple as knowing how they grew up and the relationship that they had with their parents. So in the long run, this is going to save you a lot of time from in the aspect of getting to know somebody romantically. And you're going to be able to know instantly if you want to go further with this person. So you're not going to have to waste a lot of time and you're going to potentially save yourself a lot of heartbreak just from understanding attachment styles and which attachment style you are. So when we come into this world, we are biologically pre-programmed to form attachments with our caregivers, right? And in return, this allows us to survive. And the way we attach during childhood, it becomes the prototype for all our future attachments and all our future relationships. And when it comes to our attachment style, it definitely follows us into all of our relationships, but not to the extent that it does our romantic relationships. And I thought that this was really intriguing because I always wondered why I sabotage my romantic relationships and I don't do that with my other relationships, but it makes sense now that I am aware of attachment styles. So as we become adults, there is one of four different categories we can fall under. So the first one being an anxious attachment style, and this makes up roughly 20% of the population. 
The second one is an avoidance attachment style, and this group of people make up roughly 23% of the population. And the third one is a secure attachment style, and this group of people make up roughly 56% of the population. And then the last one is a combination of avoidant and anxious people, and they make up roughly 1% of the population. So when it comes to attachment styles, there is absolutely no judgment. There is no bad in it you know there's good and there's bad to everything but there's no bad nobody's judging you you shouldn't be down on yourself because you fall under a specific attachment style i am strictly just leaving this episode so that it can help you and it can open your eyes and it can help you understand why you are where you are and what you can start doing differently if there are certain things about yourself that don't sit right So the first attachment style that I'm going to talk about is the anxious attachment style. So somebody who falls under this category had a parent who was emotionally and physically unavailable. For whatever reason, their parent just wasn't able to be there to meet their needs and meet their wants. And so they grow up in this world kind of lost and they grow up desperate to form a bond especially when it comes with their romantic partners so it's very hard for them to take their time and they want this person as quickly as they can get them because they are scared if they don't do this that this person is going to abandon them and leave them the same way that their parent did so what happens is when this person becomes really desperate to form this bond they come off as really pushy right and sometimes they come off as really controlling and in return it pushes their partner away right so when the person um with this attachment style pushes their partner away they start to become very, very self-critical. And sometimes they might even blame their partner or become really judgmental. And this happens because this person with the anxious attachment style has such a high expectation of their partner that when their partner can't meet it, it's like it's game over for this person. So when this happens, obviously the person on the other end starts pushing away, right? They start to distance themselves because it's too much for them to take in. It's too much for them to handle. And so when this happens, when this person starts to distance themselves or this person leaves, it just reconfirms to this person with the anxious attachment style that they're not lovable and they're not worthy. And it reconfirms to them that their childhood trauma is true. So somebody with this attachment style are constantly seeking external validation and they're doing this because they're looking for that parent to soothe them, right? They're looking for that parent that they never had to make them feel secure and make them feel comfortable. But this comes off as very controlling and very pushy and very needy. And so it pushes people away. So so you're starting to see here how somebody with an anxious attachment style tends to self-sabotage themselves without intending to, without being aware of what they're doing. So somebody with this attachment style has a fear of abandonment and a massive insecurity of being underappreciated. And lots of times these people can come off as emotionally unpredictable because they were just never taught how to deal with their emotions. And when they were younger and they were put through trauma, their body's way of protecting them was to bring anxiety into their brain. And so the only thing they know how to do, the only way they know how to cope is with anxiety. And so when I had found this out, it really just brought a lot of empathy to me that 
I understand now why people are the way they are and that there's no judgment there, that it all goes back to their childhood. And wow, it must have been traumatic for them to have to feel like this. And a lot of times you would think that this person, um, you know, just doesn't care, has like a lot of controlling issues. And it's not that this person is intending to do that. They are just scared that you are going to leave and they are scared that you were going to push them away. And so they do everything in their power to make you stay around. And a lot of times they don't do it in the right ways. And I get this because this is my attachment style. And so when I found out that this is my attachment style, I was like, holy fuck, it all makes sense now. So somebody who falls under this category, they long for that love and they long for that connection. And they want it so badly because they never got it when they were younger. These people are very self-critical and they're constantly worrying, they're constantly stressing, and they're constantly obsessing, but they're not actually able to trust. So you can see how this person self-sabotages, even though they don't intend to do it, even though they don't want to do it, even though they hurt because of it, they don't know how else to deal with situations because they were never taught from their caregiver or from their parent how to do so. So this is some powerful stuff. And if you fall under this attachment style, don't worry, there's hope. Um, the biggest thing that it comes down to is putting in the work, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how hard it is. If you want change, you need to work for it. And that is one thing I'm really trying to understand. Now that I am aware of my attachment style, I know what I need to do in order to stop self-sabotaging myself in my romantic relationships. And I'm going to give you guys a great story of how somebody with this attachment style self-sabotages themselves, okay? So in the summertime, I was talking to a person um, all together for around like six months, I want to say. So anyways, two months into this relationship, I started to get these crazy insecurities that this person was going to walk away and this person was going to abandon me and I couldn't trust this person and I always thought he was fucking around and he was lying to me and I was just scared because I wanted him so much and I liked him so much that I didn't want him to leave. So I started getting these crazy insecurities and I decide to tell him that I want more with him. And when I had said this to him, he came back to me with, you know, I really like you and I have a lot of fun with you. You know, we, we have a lot of fun in the mountains and we have a lot of fun rafting and you're really an amazing human being. But right now there is so much stress in my life with work and all of these things. And I just want to take my my um, time slowly. I don't want to like rush things is pretty much what he said to me in this message. And so me saying this right now, it doesn't sound bad, right? But when I had read this, it was like my anxiety was at an all-time high and i understand now it was because my body's it was my body's way of trying to protect myself because i felt <clears throat> fearful i felt like this person was abandoning me and that it was reconfirming to myself that i wasn't lovable and i wasn't worthy and so of course after this this person started to withdraw right and understandably like it was just too soon to be having a conversation like this but i wanted him and i wanted this connection so badly that i just let my anxiety get the best of me and i can see that from this perspective now so anyways we continue talking for a little bit and 
it just never it never went anywhere because of that initial incident and you know he kept pushing away and pushing away and that made me reconfirm to myself that I wasn't lovable and I wasn't lovable I wasn't lovable I wasn't worthy I was only ever going to get abandoned and nobody was ever going to be able to love me and like I was just reconfirming this shit to myself on the daily so anyways it had got to a point where we don't talk now and I see this relationship in a perspective now that is completely different than when I was in it. And especially since I have found out what my attachment style is, because of course he could have done things differently. He could have, you know, been more attentive and been around more, but I could have handled things in a much different way. And I easily could have just walked away instead of letting my emotions and my anxiety get the best of me and I was scared that this person was going to leave I was so scared that this person was going to leave that I was just so critical and I was so anxious and that obviously is going to push somebody away right so I can see it in a different perspective now but the thing is is even if this relationship didn't end up um, working out romantically I would know that I still had a friend that I still that we weren't on bad terms that like you know I handled things in a emotionally mature way but I can't say that when I look back I'm very regretful of the way that I handled things and I'm very regretful of the way that I allowed myself to feel in certain situations and I'm very regretful that I didn't walk away sooner because I was so scared of losing this person that it was like I just felt like I needed to stay even though I knew I wasn't getting what I wanted from that situation it was like I I wanted I felt so safe with him and I felt like so much peace in my life and it's crazy because I didn't have any logical reasons to feel that way I strictly felt that way because I look for that that comfort in everybody that I meet, especially guys, because I never got that when I was a child. And so you can see how I completely self-sabotage myself, regardless of him, regardless of what he did. Um, I could have handled things differently and I could have felt differently. And so this is where the story changes for me. This is where I understand what my triggers are now and I understand how I've been self-sabotaging myself and I understand that I was fucking chasing and the thing about the chase is that it creates chaos and it created so much chaos in my life and in my mind and it created so much anxiety and so many more insecurities and at the end of the day it was just such a toxic relationship it became so fucking toxic because of how anxious I was throughout this entire time that I was talking to this person. So a definite wake-up call to do things differently and see a therapist. And no matter how uncomfortable the situation is for me to do things differently next time. To not trust my my limiting beliefs that are telling me that I can't trust this person. Because the thing is, is this person never gave me a reason to not trust. It was strictly just me overthinking and me repeating the same toxic behavior. So if you fall under this attachment style, I'm sure you can relate to my story. We tend to have a lot of the same stories, but just know that you can end it. You can end it. 
you can you just have to tell yourself that you are worthy and you are lovable and that no matter how uncomfortable no matter how hard it is you won't do the same thing as last time because you deserve better and the other person deserves better and you deserve to either end up with this person and be so fucking happy or you deserve to know you walked away from this relationship being emotionally mature and that you handled everything to the best of your ability so that's what I have to say on this attachment style. Now for the second one, it is an avoidant attachment style. And so somebody who falls under this category, they had a parent who was there, but they weren't very attentive to their needs. So for example, a lot of times these people will have parents who when they the child hurt themselves, the parent told them to just get over it, that they'll be fine that tomorrow's a new day don't cry about it they were pretty much shown not to show their feelings or show their emotions so they grow up in this world very afraid of their own emotions and very afraid of their own feelings and when anybody tries to show them their side of things it's like they completely shut off because they don't know how to deal with it so these people are afraid of intimacy and they're afraid of introspection and they keep people at a distance because they believe they don't need others to exist in the world they are the center of their universe and they have massive trust issues massive massive trust issues they are very, very scared of feelings and they're scared of emotions and they don't like when people try to show them any type of feeling or anything like that. They completely shut down and I have a really good story for you guys about this after. So they live in an internal world where their needs are most important and of course they need that connection, right? Like all of us need that connection. But when their partner looks to them, they completely turn off their feelings and they become cold. They become distant. They play games. This type of um, person tends to play a lot of fucking games. And I'm going to tell you guys a great story of how somebody with this attachment style also self-sabotages themselves. So my roommate is somebody who has amazing parents right amazing amazing parents but when she was little she will tell me stories like if she were to cry her parents would instantly just stop it like they they themselves were so scared of emotion that that's what they put onto their children so she grew up thinking that emotions and feelings were terrible things and what's crazy is i um, completely opposite of her. We have like, we are polar opposite to each other. And if I were to go for somebody with her attachment style in a romantic way, it would not work out. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So if you have an anxious attachment style and you go for somebody with an avoidant attachment style, what's going to happen is when you try to show emotion, this person is going to push away from you because they're scared. They don't want that. It makes them uncomfortable, right? And so what happens when this person starts to pull away from you, it's going to reconfirm to you your childhood fear and your childhood trauma that you're not lovable and vice versa. If you have an avoidant attachment style and you go for somebody with an anxious attachment style, what's going to happen is this person is going to try to show you their feelings and you're going to push away because you that's all you know. That's how you know how to cope right and what's going to happen is you're going to reconfirm to yourself that you are cold and you don't have a heart and you don't know how to let people in and so it's going to reconfirm to you that your childhood trauma and your childhood fear is real and so 
it works out in friendships because she is my absolute best friend. I have never had a connection with her the way I have anybody else. But in relationships, it just doesn't work out romantically. It doesn't. And in fact, all of us should be going for somebody with a secure attachment style because let's be real, like this type of person obviously has most of their shit together. Um, but really, if you are anxious, stay away from avoidant. And if you are avoidant, stay away from anxious. And so the thing about women actually which was really interesting that i learned the other day is that when they are trying to decide which type of attachment style somebody has they tend to think people who have an avoidant attachment style and a secure attachment style are the same because it seems to the these women that people who have their shit together and people who are very um introverted and keep to themselves and and somebody who is um, like their own best friend is somebody who comes from a secure place but the thing is is when somebody's acting like this and they're avoidant it's because they can't trust so they don't know how else to act they are their own best friend so of course it's going to come off that way right but the the biggest tip that i can give is to see how easily somebody can trust and that's how you can differ if somebody has a secure attachment style or if somebody has an avoidance attachment style so anyways, back to the story with my roommate. Um, when I had first started hanging out with her, and this was roughly five years ago, I had questioned all the time if this girl even liked me. Like, she was very cold. She never showed me any emotion in her entire life. And obviously, I'm polar opposite. So I was pushing her away because I was so emotional and I was so upfront about my feelings and like wasn't afraid to say what was on my mind, whereas she was so different, right? And I had wish I knew about attachment styles then because, man, I think things would have gone would have gone a lot differently. But anyway, she was so 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 cold, and like I always knew her to play games, and she could never have feelings for anybody. She could never open up, um, and th that was strictly just her. And she did this for a couple years. So, anyways, about three years ago, there was this guy that had come into her life, and. He was definitely very attentive to her needs. He wanted to come around. You know, he was a great relationship guy. And I really did like him. I really did. He was probably one of the better ones. But anyways, um, she had played the same old game. She had done the same old things and pushed him away. And he had told her that he wanted more with her. And she completely just shut him out. And him showing these feelings, it made her really uncomfortable. So she would start to blow him off and she would act like she didn't care. She would leave his message like on red for multiple hours a day. Sometimes it would take a couple days to reply to him and like just really, like really um, self-sabotage herself when it came to this relationship. So anyways, this one specific human being ended up walking away from her. And it was the only guy who has ever done that. The rest of them have stayed and got played. And the rest of, rest of them have literally, I've never really understood it. I've never really understood it. But anyways, this guy walked away. And it didn't hit her at first. But a couple months later, this girl was regretting so much because she had a really good guy who was different from the rest, right? He put in the time. He was attentive. He showed his feelings. He wasn't trying to play games. He wanted something real and raw. And she couldn't open herself up. She, she couldn't do it. And he left because of that. So she regretted this for so, so, so long. And was really, really down on herself about it. 
But it's one of those situations again where she learned a lot and she learned that she was self-sabotaging herself and that she needed to start doing things differently so that if the right person comes along, she doesn't push him away. She doesn't do that because she thought she had the right person at one point and that's what she did and it hurt. And it just reconfirmed to her when this person left that her childhood trauma was real that she's not able to love and that she's cold and that she will forever be like this so this is why when it comes to attachment styles it is so powerful because it helps you to understand why you have been self-sabotaging and why you are the way you are and why you feel the way you feel and it helps you understand that it all came from your childhood so this is some eye-opening stuff right i like this is like a game changer for me i'm so grateful that I have come by this. So the third type of attachment style is a secure attachment style. So this type of person had a parent who did everything to the best of their ability. They were there for their needs and their wants, and they made them feel secure and comfortable in this world. And so therefore, this person grows up thinking that they're going to find security in everybody so they tend to trust more and they tend to have higher confidence and higher self-esteem and they react and act from a secure place because that's what they were shown from when they were little right so they're more able to offer support and they're more open and they're more honest and honestly I am striving to be somebody with a secure attachment style because I look at my friends who fall under this category and I'm, I've always just wondered how and I didn't know about attachment styles before but now that I do I'm like well it all makes sense because their parents did do everything right and I know their parents and I can see that and these people react from such a positive place they don't get anxious they don't let little things get them down they're happy in their day-to-day -day life they can see things logically and clearly and I've always been envious of that and so now my biggest tip would be if you have friends who having a secure attachment style you need to study them you need to watch them and i know that this sounds really fucking creepy but i started to do that i started to really pay attention to the way that they handle things the way that they talk to themselves the way that they talk to others the their perspective on the world the way that they handle situations because they have so much to teach us they have so much to teach us and of course we all want to get to a place in our life where we're secure right but we can't do that unless we learn how to and unless we start dealing with our own childhood trauma and that's where it all starts is deciding to do things differently and whether that makes you uncomfortable whether it's hard because it's going to be hard just choosing to do things differently instead and then watching people who have a secure attachment style and learning from them and then utilizing everything that you're learning and i think that's how we are all going to get to that secure place in our life so i don't have too much to talk on the subject because being a secure person that's pretty straightforward and if you have a secure attachment style, you're probably not listening to this podcast episode right now. So the last type of attachment style is a combination of avoidant and anxious. And I'm not going to get too deep into that either because that's pretty, pretty straightforward. So 
Um, I have some notes here and I've been reading off of this this entire time and there was something that I had actually um, read it was last night that really fucking opened my eyes and so there is this psychotherapist and this relationship coach named Craig Kenneth and he's where I've learned a lot of my information but anyways he does these YouTube videos and he's very very informative like especially on attachment styles so I will link you guys for sure I'll I'll leave some of his videos in the description and I'll also link you guys to some of the sites that I have found my information on so you guys can really start doing your own research. So anyways, um, I'm watching this YouTube video last night and it's on avoidant attachment styles and he starts talking about how we are attracted to people like our parents and a lot of times we're not conscious to this and I wasn't conscious of this but that's what happens is we just become attracted to people like our parents so then he says I only want what I need from someone who can't give it to me okay hold on listen to that again I only want what I need from someone who can't give it to me like is that not so fucking powerful because how true is that how true is that every romantic relationship that I have come by it is with somebody who does not see eye to eye with me, who cannot give me what I want, cannot give me what I need. Because what I'm looking for is security and comfort. But for some reason, I go for people who cannot give that to me. And I'm sure you can relate. So this was fucking eye-opening. And I really wanted to add this in here because I think that that is so, so, so powerful. So I'm going to leave this podcast episode at that I hope that this was super eye-opening and I hope that this is a game changer for you, especially those of you that have been self-sabotaging. I hope you can understand now why things are the way they are and why you've been doing what you've been doing and really go do your own research. Go do that. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt and just go do it because I promise you this is so life-changing. So remember that everything will be in the, the description box for you guys. And let me know what you guys find out. Let me know the new techniques that you've been using. And let me know the resources you've come by. Because like this stuff is never ending. I could literally learn about this stuff every day. And there's so much information, new information coming out about it all the time. So let me know how this goes for you. So I'm going to leave it at this. You guys have a wonderful night. And I will hop back on here in a week or so.